Welcome to BST Talk number 254. It's Monday, June 29, 2015. What follows is a short interview I conducted while attending a conference in Maine. It's not a conference that is specific to the BSDs, but a couple of the topics did relate to the BSDs. So here it is. All right, so we're sitting here with Ken Worcester, the technology director for the Glenburn School Department here in Maine. And we are at a conference that used to be called FOSSED, or the Free and Open Source Software and Education Conference, although the name has changed to Technology Teacher Me, as in Maine. So it's a conference here in Maine, and Ken will be presenting a couple things at this conference, and I noticed that two of those happen to involve the BSDs, one being PFSense, and then the other one being FreeNAS. So clearly your your schools are users of these products, so I wanted to grab you for a quick interview and, and learn a little bit about you and how you came to be introduced to these products and how they're working for you. So I guess to start with, you know, if you could just let us know sort of who you are and how you ended up where you are in the state of Maine. Well, thanks. Um, like you said, my name is Ken Worcester. I work in an elementary school in central Maine, and I've been working in IT for about four years and I've been using open source products for much longer than that. Uh, but I tend to gravitate toward open source products when I'm looking for a solution to a problem in my school. And as you mentioned, uh, PFSense and FreeNAS have been kind of instrumental in solving some problems for me in my school district. So I'm happy to be able to be here and present on them this week. So the school district is a big one, small one, sort of a rough sense of your network. We're actually a, a small independent district in central Maine. It's one school, kindergarten through eighth grade, about 500 students, and about 75 staff. So I am the, the one IT person on staff there at the school. I keep everything running there, and we leverage quite a few open source products in doing that. So between FreeNAS and PFSense, which one did you start using first? I started with uh, PFSense probably first. We were looking for a gateway solution, router solution for our building. And we had previously used some commercial products. I was looking for something that uh, would be free and that would do the job for us. And I stumbled across PFSense probably about f five, six years ago before I actually started working at the school, so I was familiar with it. And as PFSense matured and developed, I felt it was a product we could use in production at the school. So. It uh, has solved quite a few problems for us there and been really happy with it. And then uh, FreeNAS came up for some storage for you? Yes. Um, I, had a pre I had a FreeNAS server set up at the school kind of pre-cloud computing days. And as we've matured, we're a, a Google Apps for Education school. A lot of the storage needs for us have switched over to Google Apps for Ed and using Google Drive. So what I'm using FreeNAS for now is for iSCSI storage for a virtualization uh, server that I have set up in the school and also using it for uh, backups of servers that are being backed up both locally and off-site. Now when you saw these products, were you already a experienced Unix or Linux user? 
Yeah, I I started with Linux back in 1996 at university, and I I used Linux as my primary operating system for a good amount of time between '96 and today. Um, not so much experimenting on the Linux side anymore, but I, I use it in a, in server environments at school, and like you said, the the BSDs that I use uh, are mostly they they tend toward using appliances as opposed to using BSD as an operating system on its own. But at least, you know, for some people, I imagine products like PFSense and FreeNAS are great for people who have really little or no experience with the Unix command line. But, you know, it sounds like that wasn't the primary reason you chose them, but it was a nice benefit. It is a nice benefit because it allows me to train other folks that aren't so versed in command line to use the products if they need to, if they need access to them for some reason. Uh, the, the web-based uh, configuration that you have with both PFSense and FreeNAS are great from a user uh, usability standpoint. And being able to log into either one of them remotely from just about anywhere is great because I can monitor my network. Say I, I'm here at this conference this week, I can still monitor my network and my storage remotely and I don't have to necessarily go to drop to a command line to do that. Now, price is something where a lot of schools are, I mean, I guess not just schools, even businesses are price sensitive, of course, but schools often don't quite have a lot of money. But at the same time, there is commercial versions of these and there's commercial support. Did that factor into your decisions? Yes, it did, especially with me being a, a kind of a one-man show. I needed to have that support available to me if I ran into a show-stopping problem. And I really appreciate the fact that I can do that both with PFSense and FreeNAS. And I've taken advantage of PFSense University, the distance learning solution that they have. And I've, I've paid for that. I also pay for a PFSense Gold subscription for PFSense to have the online backup capability and, and the online book and whatnot. I think it's really worth it, especially on the PFSense side for me, because that's very mission critical. I've been looking at some of the paid solutions for free NAS as well. I tend to roll my own hardware. That's kind of an old habit of mine. and I, I can also recycle some hardware that I'm pulling out of service for other things. But I think the time will come where I probably will be making some more hardware investments directly from PFSense and free NAS to solve problems in the future. Did you have any experience with or was the ZFS file system in FreeNAS something that drew you to it or is that just something that is transparent to you underneath? Uh, I'd read some about uh, ZFS when I had started looking into storage solutions. When I first put a file server together, uh, I was really interested in the whole ZFS thing. I had dabbled a little bit with Solaris in the past, so I was familiar with ZFS from that. And seeing that FreeNAS supported it was a big thing for me from the just from the raw liability of the file system standpoint. I haven't run into a situation where I've actually needed ZFS to, to save me, in, uh, for a better lack of a term there. But it's nice to know that it's there. And I understand why ZFS is a better choice these days than a hardware RAID solution. And I think it's important for me to explain that to other people. And that's going to be part of my presentation that I do tomorrow on, on FreeNAS. We're going to talk quite a bit about ZFS and why a, a conventional RAID situation is not necessarily the best for data reliability. 
and your experience with both of these have been pretty good over time. I don't know how many, you know, how many years and how many different revisions of the software you've been going through, but it's been overall a good experience. I've been using PFSense since the 1.2 days, so that's been quite some time. I've used it at home. I've used it in production at work for about three years, and I've used it at home for at least that long before that. And my experience with PFSense has been stellar. Um, I've had a few issues with the upgrades of one version of FreeNAS to another, but nothing that's ever resulted in data loss. Uh, I've always been able to uh, rescue the uh, the file systems themselves. I think mostly it was not me. It was mostly me reading the upgrade notes not as carefully as I should have uh, with FreeNAS because it and especially in later versions of FreeNAS, it's been a very smooth transition. So I think I've kind of grown into the software as opposed to it growing into me. So, And in your use of these products, have you found yourself needing to go to the command line much? Not much. Um, I have done a little bit of that on both, both products. I like that they're both available to me if I need to, and they're fairly easily accessible even from the web GUI. But I I did dabble a little bit with FreeNAS in installing packages in the early days, which required a little bit of of messing around at the command line. But in later versions, I haven't used it at all. With PFSense, again, most of what I need, if not all of what I need, is right in the web GUI, so I haven't had to do that. I was always curious about people's experience on the BSD command line, if they were familiar with Linux or Mm. Solaris or coming to it from a version of Unix or Linux whether or not it was a striking difference or generally felt a, like a comfortable place to be. It's it's not a bad place to be coming from a Linux background. Uh, some of the operating system-specific commands are a little bit different, but again, you have all the documentation available at the command line that you would have in any Unix environment. So I've, I've always been able to muddle along, figure it out, and like with any of these operating systems, there's a lot of information available online if you're looking for something in particular. And has your experience with these very narrowly defined products caused you to say, hey, why don't I throw a BSD on a virtual machine and play with it a little bit and see what it's like raw? I have thought about it. I haven't actually crossed that line yet. Um, In the server space, I primarily use uh, Debian-derived distributions just because that's where my familiarity and comfort level is. And with a lot of my providers, that's where their comfort level is. Uh, the products that I do have that run on Linux are commercially supported on Linux. So I'd like to try it, but I don't know if I would use it in production for a while. I, I think I'd have to, to play with it a little bit before I was really comfortable. And do you see yourself going to any BSD conferences in the future? Well, we were talking about that earlier today. So a loaded I, question. It is part. a loaded question, <laughs> but I would like to do that. Um, it's interesting. In preparing for this um, these presentations this week, I've actually been in contact with a couple of the companies that work commercially in the BSD space, both those behind PFSense and FreeNAS, and they've been more than gracious with with support, with encouragement, and with um, some promotional materials that they sent me, and I was really uh, thankful that they did that for me, and I think I'd really like to get to know some more of the players in the BSD space better than I do now. I'd say that, you know, only day one of this conference, and I was only able to attend the PFSense, so free NAS will be tomorrow, but it did seem like there were 
people in the room that were using PFSense, a lot of people nodding their heads and at least saying that they were relying on it and liked it a lot. So you're in good company, I guess. Yes, there were, there were at least two other schools represented there that are using it commercially in production. There's one I know of that it will be rolling it out this summer. And everybody in the room was interested in switching. And it's, uh, it's a big step to take for a school to, to go down that road, especially when they've been paying for commercial support for a, a commercial product for a long time. Uh, generally, there's quite a bit of reconfiguration that has to be done when you change from one router product to another. And I did my best to explain the, the finer points of how easy that PFSense can make that for you. And with FreeNAS, it's, it's a little bit different in that you're usually building, when you're building storage, you're building it for a specific use case, and it often lasts the lifetime of whatever you're building it for. So it's it's more of a I have a project that's targeted toward file storage. What's my best solution? And it just so happened that um, the open source virtualization product that I'm using, which is not BSD based but is open source, plays nicely with FreeNAS uh, in an iSCSI configuration. So that's what kind of forced my hand. Well, not really forced it, but made the decision for me to go with FreeNAS because of my familiarity and having that iSCSI support was big. Well, I look forward to seeing that presentation when it when it happens and you know, good to see that it's been a great experience and then hopefully we'll see you at a BSD conference sometime in the future. That would be great. I appreciate the time. All right, well, we'll get, I guess dinner will be coming up eventually here, so I'll let you get back to the conference, but thanks for taking a few minutes. Well, thank you. All right. If you'd like to leave comments on the website or reach the show archives, you can find them at bsdtalk.com blogspot.com. You can also find the archives at archive.org. And if you'd like to send me an email, you can reach me at bitgeist at yahoo.com. That's B-I-T-G-E-I-S-T at yahoo.com. Thank you for listening. This has been BSD Talk number 254.